Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Financial Times Big Read, a weekly podcast featuring the best of our long form reporting from around the world. I'm Anna Dedder from the Comment and Analysis Desk. The small town of celebration might seem like a museum piece from the middle of the last century, but the votes of its older, well-to-do white inhabitants, and those like them across Florida, will be crucial for Donald Trump if he is to win the biggest swing state in the American presidential election, says Sam Fleming, the FT's US economics editor. Polling in Florida is neck and neck between the Republican and Hillary Clinton, the Democrat who hopes to galvanise support among the fast-growing Hispanic population, but Trump is just edging ahead, says Sam. Living in Celebration, a small town of about 7,000 souls in central Florida, is like being back in the 1950s, says Anne Lucas, a 74-year-old resident. Some of her neighbours describe it as the bubble. This is how Celebration citizens like it. The town was confected two decades ago by the Walt Disney Company to be an idealised sliver of mid-20th century Americana. It's a carefully curated haven of wooden verandas, front porches and picket fences, with a film set capacity to conjure up comforting impressions of small-town innocence. Sitting in her neat front sitting room with her husband, Jean, Ms Lucas has no doubt which of the two main presidential candidates has the better chance of restoring the social cohesion and family-friendly safety she cherishes in celebration, whose logo is of a girl cycling under an oak tree. She says of Donald Trump, the Republican candidate... I think he's going to win by a landslide. It will be a come-to-Jesus moment in the polls. The US is losing its identity amid globalization, illegal immigration and moral degradation, argues Ms. Lucas, a stern woman who is a semi-retired geriatric care manager. She says, Russia is a strong country. China is a strong country. Japan is a strong country. We are just mush. Convincing older, well-educated white citizens like the Lucases to turn out in November will be critical to Mr. Trump's hopes of overcoming his weaknesses among Florida's rapidly growing Hispanic population and clinching victory in the biggest swing state. His chances of achieving that feat have grown. Mr. Trump has edged ahead in Florida opinion polls, while Hillary Clinton struggles to capitalize on her sophisticated ground game and tens of millions in advertising spending. The neck-and-neck polling has raised the stakes in a state that has the potential to be decisive in the outcome of the November election and has a history of razor-thin electoral margins. Mark Oxner, the chairman of the Republican Party in Osceola County, where Celebration is located, says, My gut feeling is that it is going to be close and that Florida may be the deciding factor. He predicts Mr. Trump will clinch the state, adding, If Trump doesn't win Florida, he doesn't win the election. Mr. Trump and Mrs. Clinton have been lavishing attention on Florida. Mrs. Clinton was heading to Orlando on Wednesday of this week as she seeks to get her campaign back on track following a pneumonia-induced hiatus. Mr. Trump campaigned in Fort Myers on Monday after visiting Miami only three days earlier. Their focus on Florida reflects the state's long-standing and notorious importance in presidential elections. Florida's vote-tallying fumbles were pivotal in the 2000 election in which George W. Bush beat Al Gore after the count went to the Supreme Court. 
In 2012, Florida was the only state decided by less than a single percentage point as Barack Obama narrowly beat Mitt Romney. The last time the victor in Florida failed to win the presidency was 1992, when Bill Clinton lost the state to George Herbert Walker Bush. Celebration lies in the heart of one of the most unpredictable and fiercely contested parts of the state, the so-called I-4 corridor, a stretch of highway including Tampa on the state's west coast and Orlando near the east coast. It is a region in the midst of breakneck population expansion and rapid social change, driven by the arrival of tens of thousands of families, many of them Hispanic voters, who have been alienated by Mr. Trump's nativist invective. Against that background, Mr. Trump's ability to win over large numbers of white Floridians, especially senior citizens, who turn out to vote in large numbers, will be critical to his chances. Nearly 20% of Florida's population is 65 years and older, the highest percentage in the nation. Polling by the Pew Research Center shows that 47% of registered voters aged 65 or over nationwide support Mr. Trump, compared with 39% for Mrs. Clinton. The profile of Mr. Trump's supporters in celebration and in the region's gated communities, white, well-to-do and well-educated, defies the common perception that he is relying on a narrow coterie of working-class men whose hope has been eroded by income stagnation and deindustrialization. According to Kevin Wagner, an associate professor of politics at Florida Atlantic University, older white voters tend to be a key demographic for Donald Trump. Make America Great Again is a slogan that appeals very much to older voters. It brings back a heyday of when the country was at its best. For some older residents of celebration, changes around their town are a source of concern, and they are turning to Mr. Trump for answers. Ms. Lucas complains that Osceola County has seen an influx of poorer families whom she believes local authorities are enticing in order to clinch federal subsidies. Jim Siegel, another Trump supporter, warns that illegal immigrants and homeless people who are willing to work for just about anything are suppressing wages in the county, where nearly one in five households live in poverty and many local motels host homeless families. Drive a few minutes from leafy celebration and you find yourself among the strip malls, fast food restaurants and cut price gift shops of America's theme park heartland. With Disney World and Universal Studios planning further expansions and a resurgence in construction of single-family homes, openings for builders are growing, as are low-wage posts in the vital hospitality sector. To the Clinton campaign, the growth and diversity of the population in these areas present a clear opportunity. Greater Orlando, of which Osceola County forms part, is the fastest growing of the top 30 U.S. metropolises, thanks in significant part to a rapidly expanding Hispanic population. In Osceola, the Hispanic population grew by 20% between 2012 and 2015, driven by arrivals from economically stricken Puerto Rico. William Frey, a demographer at the Brookings Institution think tank, says, The new demography will make a big difference in Clinton's favor, assuming they can get the turnout high along the I-4 corridor. Viviana Janer, a Democratic county councillor in Osceola, says the campaign has set up 11 offices along the I-4 corridor, with four of them in Greater Orlando, as the party steps up its effort to engage Hispanic voters. There are hundreds of paid staffers and volunteers manning phone banks and going from door to door. Their efforts are focused both on registration and on convincing individuals to vote before November the 8th or by post, as well as on securing lengthier opening hours at early voting places. Though Mr. Trump has eschewed building a traditional ground game in battleground states such as Florida, Republicans stress that they have been working there for three years to win over Hispanic voters. 
campaigners have attended church events and cultural festivals in Greater Orlando in search of political converts. Nevertheless, Ms. Jana says Mr. Trump's rhetoric on immigration is going to turn off a large portion of the Hispanic vote, especially after the businessman doubled down on his harsh migration policies following his highly publicized trip to Mexico recently. She says, A lot of the people I have spoken to, who are maybe on the fence or even considering him, have absolutely eliminated him as an option because of that speech. One such voter is Sammy Torres, who works as a sous chef at a Disney World restaurant, as well as holding down a second job at another local eatery. Critical to the Democratic pitch to low-wage service workers along the I-4 corridor is the argument that Mr. Trump will reverse the economic progress that they have seen, for example because of his ambiguous and oscillating policies on the federal minimum wage. Mr. Torres, who earns $11.50 an hour and whose parents are Puerto Rican, sits in a branch of McDonald's after finishing his shift. He lost his house in the property crash in Florida and now lives in a local motel. He and other workers employed by the catering company Sodexo in the area are currently seeking to join the local union, Unite Here, to strengthen their employment terms. Mr. Torres is disparaging of Mr. Trump. But while he plans to vote for Mrs. Clinton, he seems more excited by the idea of Mr. Clinton returning to the White House than his wife, pointing out that the former president presided over surging growth and rising house prices in the 1990s. He says, I have seen what Bill Clinton can do. This speaks to the enthusiasm gap Mrs. Clinton's campaign will need to bridge if it is to capitalize on favorable demographic forces in the region turnout among Hispanic voters is systematically lower compared with other groups, with only 48% of eligible Latinos voting in 2012, compared with 67% for blacks and 64% for whites. Worryingly for Mrs. Clinton, a recent poll by Univision suggested she is winning a smaller share of the Hispanic vote than Mr. Obama did in 2012. At a rally in neighboring Orange County this month, Mr. Clinton was seeking to energize a crowd of a few hundred supporters. In a reproach to the insular approach of Mr. Trump, Mr. Clinton said there was no going back on the interdependent age where different faiths and ethnicities and lifestyles are thrown together, as in Greater Orlando. The modest crowd was enthusiastic, but by no means euphoric. Juanita Riley, a 65-year-old retired mental health counsellor, says Mrs. Clinton needs to level with voters in the wake of the controversy over her use of a personal email server when she was Secretary of State. She says... She is like an iron lady. She doesn't apologize quickly. I think she's beginning to realize it is just time for her to talk to people and not to evade. As questions surround Mrs. Clinton's efforts to mobilize supporters, her rival's backers sent an opportunity. Standing next to the dusty rodeo arena he operates in Osceola County, Jed Sewell is fired up about Mr. Trump's unconventional pitch for the presidency. A former bucking Bronco rider, Mr. Sewell is running for Republican commissioner in Osceola, an area dominated by Democratic officials. He browses an app on his mobile phone to identify potential supporters. He claims that by going door-to-door, -door, he has uncovered an unexpected affinity for Mr. Trump among independent voters, among them one family of Mexican origin. Mr. Sewell is not counting on Osceola County going for the Republicans, but a strong showing by Mr. Trump could help swing his district in his favor. As the 2000 election showed, every vote counts in Florida. He says, let's see if we can pull this one off. He's been a winner all his life.